Monsignor Byrne celebrates 60 years as a priest. Article by Suzanne Pender. Huge congratulations to Monsignor Brendan Byrne, who celebrated 60 years of religious life recently. To mark the occasion of his Diamond Jubilee, the Diocese of Kildare and Lachlan acknowledged Monsignor Byrne's extraordinary six decades of dedicated service to the people of the diocese. Bishop Dennis Nulty also paid tribute to Monsignor Byrne, who is the current Chancellor and Diocesan Secretary. Monsignor Byrne has previously held many positions within the diocese, including parish priest in Tullow for many years and was former rector of Knockbeg College. Blessings on Monsignor Brendan Byrne on his Diamond Jubilee today, one of 66 ordained this day 60 years ago in St. Patrick's College, Maynooth, in a year when 379 were ordained, Bishop Nulty tweeted. Carlo First Responders unveil two more defibs. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Carlo Town Community First Responders are continuing unabated with their quest to make Carlo and Greg Cullen areas that have complete 24-hour access to life-saving defibrillators. Members of the group began their campaign earlier this year to install enough outdoor defibrillators around Carlow Town and Grey Cullen so that anyone who needed to access one in an emergency would be in reach of a machine. While shops, sports clubs and other organisations have defibrillators on their premises, sometimes they aren't available to the public outside of business hours. The local first responder group has a target of installing 16 machines outdoors and so far, thanks to them, there are now 24-7 accessible machines on the Green Lane, Tullow Road, Kilkenny Road, at the Vault in Burns Street, in Aska Parish Childcare Centre and at Carlow Rugby Club. All of the machines are linked to the ambulance service, so if someone in an emergency needs to, they can call 999 or 112 tell the operator their location and the operator will tell them where their nearest defibrillator is and what code to use to open it up. People are realising how important defibrillators are, said Caroline Dargan, coordinator of the Carlow Town Community First Responders Group. No one has control over what time a cardiac arrest might happen, so it's important that the defibrillators are accessible at all times. They plan to roll out 16 outdoor machines and will restart their training programme once COVID-19 restrictions are lifted. Tractor Run in Memory of Rosie, article by Elizabeth Lee. A tractor run has been organised by the devoted husband of a Balting Glass woman who died suddenly in December. Rosie Nolan Shorthall was a much-loved young woman. She worked as a child care assistant for eight years in Kids Aloud, the local community child care centre, before she became ill and was confined to a wheelchair. She had a special connection with young children and had a following of devoted youngsters in Latelier, Balting Glass, where she lived with her husband, Andrew. Her unexpected death in December shocked the community and now Andrew has organised a tractor run to raise funds for St Vincent's Ward in the Matter Hospital where Rosie was treated. The tractor run is taking place on Sunday the 1st of August when registration is at noon in Ratangan with the event itself beginning at 2pm. Tractors, trucks, cars and bikes are all welcome to take part and Andrew has set a goal of €3,000 for the fundraiser. 
New business programme will benefit Carlo Crafters. Article by Suzanne Pender. A business development programme for artists and craft makers in Carlo, aptly named Carlo Creatives, has been launched recently. The programme is designed to support people in their journey to develop profitable businesses in the creative sector and will provide an opportunity for people with an existing arts or crafts business to enhance their enterprise through focusing on brand development and online sales. The programme has been organised by Carlow County Council through its local enterprise office and arts office. We at Carlow County Council are delighted to lead the way in working with our growing number of creative entrepreneurs that call Carlow home, particularly in this new online landscape which has become more important as a result of the last year, said then Cahirlach of Carlow County Council, Councillor Tom O'Neill, who launched the programme. The local enterprise office and the arts office have teamed up to offer these businesses this fantastic opportunity for networking, learning and ultimately growth. Gabrielle Carroll, business advisor with Carlo Local Enterprise Office, explained that working with businesses in the creative sector, they have identified that building these types of businesses can be particularly difficult, as usually the creator or maker is the sole person in the business. It is challenging to be the one person in the business where you literally do everything from the creation of your product right through to the marketing and sales, said Gabrielle. We've developed this program with a combination of online group workshops and one-to-one mentoring. In this way, participants can gain insight from peer learning as well as availing of one-to-one specific business mentoring. Sinead Dowling, Arts Officer with Carlow County Council, pointed out that there are lots of developments and supports for the creative sector in Carlow and they are keen that as many as possible take up these opportunities. The Arts Office regularly works with individuals who have their own businesses and teaming up with the local enterprise office, we can now offer these creative businesses further support to develop their online presence and grow their businesses, said Sinead. For more information, see www.localenterprise.ie forward slash Carlo or call 059-91-29783. More couples taking civil ceremony route. Almost as many Carlo couples said I do in a civil marriage as opted for a church wedding last year. Opposite sex marriage figures released by the CSO show that 53 civil marriages were celebrated in Carlow in 2020, compared with 66 in Catholic Church ceremonies. Five Church of Ireland officiated marriages were celebrated, six from the Spiritualist Union of Ireland, and 11 from the Humanist Association. A total of four same-sex marriages took place in Carlow during 2020, three of which were civil marriages, while one was celebrated by the Spiritualist Union of Ireland. 50 Carlow workers had their rights infringed. 50 breaches of employment law were detected by the Workplace Relations Commission in Carlow during 2020. Inspectors for the WRC also detected 40 breaches in local firms in 2019. Enterprise Minister Leo Varadkar said inspections carried out by the WRC operate on a compliance model. This means that an inspector will work with the employer to ensure that the employer fulfills all their statutory obligations and that any outstanding wages or entitlements are given to workers, said the minister. 
A total of 3,613 breaches were detected nationally in 2020, compared with 1,926 in 2019. Godfrey's Gospel according to Michael Godfrey Proper service with a smile at local pharmacy I hate change. I know it's necessary at times, but invariably I find that whenever anyone says nothing will change, what they are really saying is, everything will change. So when I heard some months ago that local pharmacist Paul White was retiring, I was delighted for the man. Don't know if I will ever be able to afford to retire. But I was also left with a sense of dread. You see, Paul and his late father Michael, or Mickey as we always said behind his back, had built an enviable reputation through a life of hard work embedded in a simple ethos. Do whatever is necessary to ensure you always help the customer. If that was a phone call at midnight on a Sunday, as my late father did, to get painkillers and anti-burn cream after I spent an entire day on the beach under a glaring sun, wearing practically nothing but a smile, then so be it. And when Mr. White retired, that's what we call the man to his face, Paul acted in a similar fashion. Only this time it was dropping off medication to my father on his way home from work, when neither myself nor my brother were able to get to his pharmacy before he closed. I know we were not the only ones both men looked after. Throw a stone up Tullow Street and I'm sure it will hit someone who has a similar story to tell. So you can imagine the mixed feelings when I heard that Paul was retiring. When he told me, I shook his hand and wished him well, thinking, that's it, all will change. I would have taken bets on it. But I would have lost. Since then, the new owner Hall has made it his business to get to know his new customers. But more importantly, those who meet and greet us daily, both the staff who are with Paul and the newcomers, all continue that hands-on personal touch for which Paul and his father before him were renowned. A simple action last Saturday left me in no doubt if I ever had any as to how some things change, but really they don't change at all, if you get my drift. I phoned the pharmacy and inquired about an over-the-counter product. Naturally, I didn't know the name of it, but I described the symptoms it was going to treat. Immediately, and here is where I'm going to name one of the staff, Leona, but in truth it could have been any of them, offered to have both ready for me, and when I compared them to an empty one at home, I could always return the other. You might think that attention to detail, a desire to be of help and creating a sense of empathy with the customer, is all any staff member would want to do, be it in a pharmacy, retail outlet or whatever. But for some reason, those very basic rules of how to look after people seem to have gone out the door. I left that pharmacy with a smile on my face. Yes, part of the reason was because I got what I wanted. Not something a staff member had sold me but the overall experience was a pleasant one. How many times have we asked for something and were given a product that we say is not what we want, only to be told, well, that's what people normally buy, when you know in your heart of hearts it will not do the job you want it to do? Or for that matter, you ask for a product only to be told, if it isn't on the shelves, we don't have it. That might be true, but a little effort to look elsewhere or an apology stating it is on order but it hasn't arrived... Say something, anything, to create empathy with the person. The gruff answer only leads me to believe what you are really saying is, F off and don't be annoying me. We're all looking forward to life getting back to normal following the pandemic, 
but at least I know one place where the new normal is going to be the same as the old. Time to think with Father Paddy Byrne. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Even though it's summer, this has the feel of spring about it. We seem to be like calves released from our winter hibernation, stampeding around the place, throwing our heels in the air, excited and delighted that we can feel the grass growing under our feet. What's even better is that we are promised even more if the official pathway laid out before us is not blown out of the water by our own carelessness or irresponsibility. Thankfully, three things have conspired to create this visit to the anticipated land of milk and honey. One is a new appreciation of the ordinary. What's particularly moving is how much the opportunity to enjoy what we took for granted has delivered such palpable delight. Consuming a pint in a pub with friends is discussed with such solemn respect that you'd imagine someone had discovered a new Seamus Heaney poem. The satisfaction of meeting family members after a long lockdown sets in perspective all the easy chat about the limitations of home. Having a cup of coffee with friends is one of the new wonders of our new world, not to speak of the discovery of grandparents' joy in seeing and hugging their grandchildren. Everything that we were denied that was ordinary, we've discovered is now wonderful, thanks to the lockdown. A second is that, even though no one wants to admit it, we've more money in our pockets than we ever imagined. With most shops closed, most avenues of pleasure cut off at the pass, foreign holidays effectively either outlawed or deemed socially irresponsible, and a host of other expenses spared, we find ourselves with a small fortune of disposable accumulated funds to dispense at will. Mr. Vradker contends that we have six billion euro tucked away, and that it's our patriotic duty to get out there immediately and to spend it. Apparently, the reasoning is that if we spend our money, the generated business and taxes will pay the multiple billions we've already spent on PUP and the effects of COVID-19. If we do, Mr. Vradker says, the economy will take off like a rocket. We will, no doubt, take him at his word. A third is that our ticket to this Shangri-La, the vaccine, is available to everyone free of charge. All that has to be done is, one, to dispense it, and in fairness this is happening at breakneck speed, and two, to take it. It beggars belief that a whole shaft of nonsensical reasons for not taking the vaccine is being peddled by a cohort of unconvincing and unimpressive self-appointed experts who inflict their crass wisdom on a mostly disbelieving public. Attending vaccination centres is a marvel of human science. Yes, our God inspires the intellects that have achieved the vaccine in record time. I have no doubt that the wisdom and inspiration behind this achievement was as a result of the heartfelt prayers of millions for an end to this dreadful pandemic. But though it seems like spring, the truth is that we're trying to come to terms with the greatest miracle of all time. Summer is here, God is good, and all manner of things will be well. Enjoy. God, you have warmed our corner of your marvellous creation with your love and grace. I thank you for the invigorating days of summer. The longer days of sunlight remind me that the Bible records your first creative command for the cosmos as, Let there be light and that Jesus is the light shining into fragile human hearts. Light gives life, and summer teems with life. Thank you for all of the wonders of life you have created, and have given to us to enjoy. <laughs>